Hey guys, and welcome to the Life at Smythe podcast. As we step into Core Values Month, what better way to celebrate with a little Smythe TED Talk with some of our very own inspiring leaders from the firm. Take a jog down memory lane with me, your host Nguyen Nguyen, as we delve into the passions and the determination of each individual's journey and gather some golden nuggets to their path to success. But most importantly, what does each core values represent and mean for them and the firm? Well, buckle up friends, time for a deep dive session and maybe a little to maybe a lot of banter as we immerse into the life at Smythe culture. I hope you enjoyed this mini series. Thank you so much for joining me on our first um, episode for the Core Values Smythe podcast. Oh, well, I guess this week we're going to be talking about rewarding and what best person to interview first for our number one episode uh, is you, yourself, Gary, because you inspired us for the 30 days go-getter Gary's planking challenge, you know, and I got to say that I've developed maybe half an ab, so got to get some more tips from you <laughs> to keep going on developing the full six ones. But um, yeah, so I guess I get the question on everyone's lips is where did this motivation or the uh, planking movement start from? What is the background story? Uh, the background story of planking is is some many years ago, experienced plankers in the office had some sort of planking challenge go on, which I was not part of. So you weren't the original? I was not the oh, original. There was a planking okay. challenge. No, no, but it was like a, like a one-day event, like in the afternoon in, in the Marine building. And people involved were, I can remember certain people, uh, Keaton Vahora, who's no longer here. Dora Reed was one of them. Maggie was another one of them. And those would have been the three final ones. And they were doing a planking, not to a song, just to uh, the song the planking to music didn't exist. They were just doing a planking challenge and and people dropped out. I can't remember. I think there was a pair of Canucks tickets on the line for whatever oh. happened. I'm going to say this has got to be more than probably 10 years ago or something like that, maybe, because Dora's been here. She was more younger at the time or whatever, right? So, and Dora was the winner, just to say that. And, and, and Keaton and Dora went till the end and, and Dora could have kept going until Keaton ended and Maggie was third and I don't remember there was others and I had never done it and I didn't even try it then and, no, <laughs> and then and then at some point some years later uh when I'm on the eighth floor in the corner where I was in the eighth floor for those who remember where the in the marine building in the marine building where the uh, kitchen was uh and we were often I was one of the ones that would often be back at night working I thought I would try it once and I tried it and I would do it and I often play music on speakers loud at night and I would try it and I tried it and I thought I would just plank for, you know, I watched these people do it for many minutes. Maybe it was seven, eight minutes, whatever it was. Like Dora, 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 Dora was going, it was quite a long time. And, and I thought I would try it and I thought it was, I'll just do it for a song. And I really, and I went for like 30 seconds and everybody said, oh, this is way I never had never done it before. Okay. So that's what got me started. And then eventually more join that we're in the office during busy season at night right basically right so they would so it would be like at you know nine at night around the kitchen in the in the office and then rebuilding there's some planking going on sometimes some people would join me for a plank so right pre, this is pre-covid pre-covid pre okay. and then and then that continued into this building and there was some planking going on again and that's why it was to song so it, it, that was to a song because i just mm -hmm. that's how i started thinking it would be easy to i'll just do it to a song an energetic song that's how i motivate myself here's a nice energetic song i'll get down and try to do it so that's it amazing you've kind of created this smythe culture movement <laughs> within our uh, you know culture 
culture that everyone talks so much about, you know, even when I'm like orientating um, new hires, we talk about your challenge as well, and I have no idea what it's about. So it's good to know that we have the background story. And um, I right. guess you got inspired I, by someone else. You know, I got inspired by the others who are good at it. Exactly. <laughs> but eight minutes. I didn't think that that was possible. Were, was Dora like really ripped or like did she just... I don't know, like work out. Dora, Dora, Dora is an expert. I give Dora credit. Maggie's very good at it, and uh, and Dora won in the most recent, uh, like pre-COVID. There was kind of a planking thing going on again, where we did it regularly for over busy season, I think. And at the end, we were getting up to longer songs, like we were playing like Led Zeppelin songs at seven minutes and stuff. <laughs> and at the end, we decided to do one long one, and who could go the longest? And then Anna. Anna Chang downstairs, who was in admin and finance, oh. joined in and didn't plank at all. And she was right up there with Dora, right? And she was doing the same as Keaton and, and many, but like must have been seven minutes again or something. And then Dora again won, Dora again won, right? And wow. Anna came eventually, but da Anna wasn't even an experienced planker. And, uh, and she, but she was a natural. <laughs> Everyone. She was a natural. No, she was second. She was second to Dora. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. And uh, here we are, you know, I'm complaining at like four minutes. I'm like shaking, sweating bullets. So, um, yeah, that's just made me feel like, okay, I've got a lot of work to do still. But I would like to give a shout out to all the participants who had joined the 30 Days Planking Challenge this year. Um, everyone did such a great job and uh, we have some people wanting to continue it too. So I'm, um, you know, thinking maybe bring it back as well because you, of course, uh, you know, created such a motivation within our office. So thank you for that. Um, the other question is, so do you have a, a song that you like to get to as well? And that, you know, you go to song that you always go to now? Uh, you know what? I, I listen to quite a bit of music, right? So, but I mean, some <laughs> of my go-to songs are there. Like I, I planked last night to um, one of the Linda Ronsat songs because that was on, it was on a top 40 that I was listening to last night. So I listen to lots of music of, of quite a few decades, right? Mm. So, so I don't have a go-to, any one go-to song. I probably got a top 50 songs or something probably, right? right. So go. tell me, so, why has this been rewarding for you? I guess it's been, a, you know, a movement for the last 10 years. Uh, the planking itself, you mean, or just, mm -hmm. so I, so over the years, I found as you get older, you probably get a little stiffer and achier and those kind of things. And, and I found that if I do some exercise every day, I don't, I feel better. Right. So I just feel better by doing some. So I make a real effort to do a short bit of exercise every day. And it might mm -hmm. be and it might be a, a short bike. Like I'll, I'll sometimes just do the steps at UBC and do with do, you know, this 500 steps. So I'll go up and down two or three times. Uh, I'll go bike a short bike ride. My knees are bad. So I watch what I do. I swim. Right. So I do things like that. Uh, I'm just hopefully going to start playing hockey again, depending mm -hmm. on my knee capabilities. Right. But those kind of things. So I try to do something every day for exercise and then and then just added planking in. Right. Basically. Right. Yeah. So that was basically what happened. So so that's just one of my things. I just like to I've I've one thing I'm disciplined about is I would say it'd be at least six days a week, usually seven. I will get at least a 20 minute exercise of some kind. Oh, perfect. Right. Yeah, well, like, obviously we I'll should schedule it in. Yeah, definitely. And I guess it's good, you know, and rewarding as you keep consistent. And rewarding. As we exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So um, who was young go-getter Gary before all of this, you know, painting movement? And I guess what sparked your interest in the beginning of your career as becoming an accountant? Yeah. Okay. So young 
young Gary was born in Edmonton for a fall for till grade through grade one, like until grade one lived in a very small town that didn't even have a school. That's how small it was. We had to bus to a school. Like by grade one, we bus 20 kilometers or something to a different town where there was an elementary school, right? It was a small enough town. There was no, not even a school. Uh, then went back to Edmonton, then to Chilliwack. And then I can't went to university and, uh, and anyway, that's basically uh, once I moved, went to university, basically didn't live east of Granville Island, right? Basically. Mm -hmm. And then, and then why did I become an, I hadn't, and then I guess the interest in being an accountant, you're saying was sort of where I was going on this one. Yeah. Like what so, sparked your interest to be embark on that journey or that career? You know what? It was really, um, it was just sort of happened because I went to university to go to engineering so at the in oh, in uh, in uh, different yeah so it was different so i thought i was going to go engineering architecture right and uh and i went to first year sciences at ubc and in those years it was a like sciences was a you uh a four-year pro but you need you did, needed a year of sciences before you could get into engineering like oh, engineering was a four-year program after a year of sort of a prerequisite year at university and mm -hmm. so was commerce at that time so commerce was a five-year program too with a year most people took arts to get into it but so i oh, went through the first year so i went through the first year sciences and realized i didn't want to be an engineer i didn't want to go through engineering so then i said <laughs> i got to change to something else and i changed to commerce without knowing where that was going to lead and then i basically took the hardest option in the commerce option which was accounting <laughs> right. and then not knowing where that would lead and then and then work the different jobs i never worked in the accounting jobs during the summers i had other jobs during the summers I always worked summers from when i was probably 13 or 14 i guess and yeah. and uh and basically then realized well, i guess now you now i'm in accounting i should go to get a ca at the time ca not cpa and uh, then went through and it was a disaster of a year to graduate 1983 i graduated and uh, no jobs etc so i went through recruiting in the fall of 82 was struck out with as did many and some of the people like john armerson and stuff would know about what it was like in 1982 not many of you were born yet so, so but it was a disaster it was a, but it was a disaster economy but anyway so but anyway i ended up um going through recruiting the second time the year like the year i graduated you know if you graduated in april that falls recruiting and got a job a few offers and chose smythe and have been here since so i know i so i've been here since so i started in january 84 and and it's been a long time well i guess throughout your career as an accountant what it seems like you kind of went with the flow and just went with the unexpected and that's how, what has unraveled throughout your career but what kind of challenges did you face you know and what kind of mindset really helped you persist throughout your career yeah i, I think uh life is challenging and work can be challenging too and and throughout there has always been challenges right in in just the pressure i guess to me a little bit our job is a little bit like being in university and knowing you've always got uh, work that should be done or readings you should be doing that you haven't done yet, but you still go out and do something anyway. And, and, and Give life as an accountant, <laughs> and, and life as an accountant is a little bit like that. I would say, especially in public practice, life as an accountant is like, there's always something I, you know, there's always some undone things that are always on your desk or your to do, to do list is always big. And so this is not like a factory floor where you're assembling parts on a car or something and you walk away at the end of the day and you forget about it right like you're you have a job here that that challenges your mind and and goes on but that's but that's all part of it and yeah and, and if you and for those that don't mind i guess it 
it is it's fine right and i don't mind it like that little bit of you know you i guess for those that i guess can handle the stress of the of the deadline pressure this is a deadline pressure job it seems like all the time but that's fine you know it's it's what it is and it's and it's and i think it's been rewarding in all the and all the other aspects of it too right and the learning and everything else and the challenges the challenges are rewarding too let's yes, just say that okay well i guess um that's the kind of mindset that helped you persist right just like basically doing the work every day like do you feel that you're um used to the the stress level or like how did you like you were talking about stress level and challenges like what kind of techniques what kind of strategies kind of helped you let's say that maybe we can um share with like some of the employees well i think uh, probably the main thing to share with employees is this is not brain surgery and no one's going to die if you don't get it done <laughs> Right. So, so, okay. right, right. Like you're not, you're not a surgeon at a table and no one's life is dependent on what just happens today. Right. It's all just about money and reporting and compliance. Oh, and but it's kind still of very important things you're dealing with, you know, so it is quite it's, scary it's, when you're thinking it's, of it's, balance it's, it's, sheets. But, and but don't, but don't, but don't get overly concerned about it. It, it, it life goes on. Right. So these, okay. you know, like, like you got to keep your perspective of the world. I think that's one of the things we're, we're an important part of, uh, of a developed economy, uh, you know, a third world economy, we're not even part of, if you get what I mean, you know, because yeah. right? right? you know, they, they don't even, they don't even collect taxes. So they don't need accountants really. Right. So, mm -hmm. so, you know, those are the kind of things. So I look at it as like, you know, we're in a very privileged place. We're lucky to be here and uh, in a first world country with, with these kind of, uh, if you want to call them stresses and problems, you know, and just don't mm -hmm. let them bury you. Right. I guess I'm always appreciative of the, my daughter uh, lives and works in, uh, in, in, in South Sudan right now. So, wow. you know, so like she's in a, and so having seen the third world kind of issues where she lives, these are good problems. These are, these are yeah, nice problems. Right? problems. So, so, I, it, so if you have, just keep your perspective, these are, these are first world problems and, and, and we're in, this is all okay. It'll all be okay. Right. Oh, so. Thank you for the wise words. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I guess what is, what does rewarding the core value rewarding mean to you um personally and also i guess for the firm i know you've been here from the earlier days you know you've seen the the challenges the expansion of the the firm uh, what would you like to remind us of or like what has made your journey so rewarding yeah so i i think there's a number of aspects uh, i did put out an email a year ago roughly or something about that uh, when this first came out or maybe two years ago now and and there's a number of things that i find rewarding in this in this job one of them is the social aspect uh between the people you've known that have come through Smythe, you know and are still here or you know those have come in and sometimes some of them are lifelong friends uh, so I think there's a social aspect that's a little bit missing during this COVID time, just to be honest, right? Like, uh, uh, it know, has been difficult, but we're working on it. You know, we're working on it. exactly <laughs> social in this COVID, but it's coming back hopefully. And and the social aspect and and is is I think one of the nice things. Uh, uh, I think knowing that you're helping clients with something they need. So you know, majority of clients. I mean, it's different for the large audits, but even then, you're helping them with their compliance. But on the on most businesses, you're we're providing a service that they don't otherwise have, and we're helping them. So you know, we're helping them with with advice and with their compliance and their operations sometimes. So that's another rewarding thing. Um, I think uh, we learn a lot about the entire 
financial world if you mm. want to get from from a macro and a micro so the micro and just inside the businesses and on a macro level of how the world economy works i think when you see and understand taxation and and you know all the different aspects of it this is the way the world works and if you're just mm -hmm. a like say if you're if you're installing bolts in a factory you aren't thinking about these things we we have to we, as you as you especially as you get more senior you think about the the bigger picture all the time right so i, I think that's very rewarding so that whole learning about the world in that micro and macro detail. So and, Gary, and um, for example, if uh, like I'm not an accountant and I would like some financial advice or you know some education, like would it be something that is that you know we can find here or like, even us, you know? I, I, would, I would I would assume we sh we could have some query that would be a nice idea one time if yeah. someone wanted some financial discussions and to learn a little bit about whatever advice about everything from RSPs to whatever even personal. Definitely. I feel like financial education has been um, a very big movement since um, COVID has happened. You know, like a lot of people aren't aware of these things or accounts. That's right. Yeah, it'd be good yeah. to kind of learn. That's right. Okay. So so for you, you uh, I guess the People have been around around a while know lots about lots of things, right? Yeah. Like that's that's one thing. Like some some people here are very specialist oriented, but I think they still know lots about lots of things, right? These are mm -hmm. these are very smart people. We're all surrounded here in this firm by lots of smart people that know lots, and we know lots about finance and business and and personal finance too, to be honest, right? So uh -huh. yeah, there's lots yeah. of knowledge here, right? So I think that's yeah, you, you the the amount of knowledge that's contained in all of our heads is is lots, right? Which is why okay. we're here and which is why people will pay us to help them. Right. <laughs> so the, Good point. The whole price, right? They'll, they'll pay us to help it, right? Yeah, that is the reward of working here. We get to be around people who understand it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, exactly. So you guys, you have an opportunity. IT and and um, people in culture, etc., can all learn from the accountants if they want to. Too, that would make sense to me, right? You know, funny story, Gary. I actually wanted. I was thinking about being an accountant back in my high school days, but um, I did a few courses and I could never balance out the balance sheets or like, yeah, just didn't, accounting just not clicked to me at all. Like um, majority of my friends, they all did law and commerce. So I know I kind of understand a bit about, you know, the CPA, like the accounting world back in Australia, but um, yeah, it just never clicked to me. So that's why I chose HR. because <laughs> like, I'm better talking. <laughs> there you go. Numbers. And, but, and, yeah. and, and math was easy for me at school right so math was easy maybe the only time i started to not like math was in sciences and when you're doing all the calculus and calculating the volume of a bell just wasn't that exciting right, <laughs> right? that's true also we'll leave it to the real accountants right i'm good at talking yeah. so let's just deal with people that's right yeah and communication so, is a big part of what we're doing we hear too it's part of communicating what we know yeah definitely so I guess if you could uh, go back in time and give young go-getter Gary some advice, you know, what would you tell him? If, well, yeah, it depends. If it's it, if it was about girls, that would be a different story, <laughs> right? But, oh, maybe we'll do another episode or sequel okay, right. on dating advice with Gary. Yeah, you know what? I there was there isn't much I would change. Everything has moved out pretty well. I'm pretty happy where I am and uh, and how things have turned out, right? So to be honest, there's, I wouldn't really, you know, the decisions you make, there's lots of crossroads you come to, much like people leave the firm here to move on. And, you know, there, I definitely was thinking about that at the same time people uh, think about that here too, whether you stay in public practice or not. Those were all things I thought about back in those early years, 
pre-partnership kind of thing, joining the partnership. So uh, those can those are those are tough decisions to make, and we, whether you stick around or go, and those are all things. I'm going to say one thing is that I think there's lots of opportunity here. I mean, there's more opportunity than there was before, and now that we're 225 or 250 people than we were when we were 50 or 60 when I started, right? So so that's the that's the difference, right? There's a more even more opportunity. Um, so going back in time, I'm just going to say everything sort of went quite okay. Right. There you so go, so. I guess the rewarding aspect or, you know, um, resonation to for you is that stick to it. <laughs> That's what I've learned from this episode. <laughs> go with the flow, but stick to it. <laughs> Well, or or you don't I don't regret decisions. I guess you know there might have been opportunities. You don't know what might have happened else if you'd done some different things, right? Mm -hmm. But that's that's the issue. You know, uh, don't look back. But I'm gonna say I don't regret uh, staying. Put it that way. And I would assume you could ask probably all of the partners. They would think the same way. And hopefully a lot of the senior managers and stuff that have been here a number of years think the same way. They've they've enjoyed it. And 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 the grass is pretty green here. I guess if you want to say that way, you know. And 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 it may not be as green somewhere else. And 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 uh, it's uh, I think it's pleasant. And and I think it's a good group of people. And and I think everybody feels you know I think everybody here is important to us and to you know to me and it's nice to know all these people and so i think it's it's turned out well like you know it's been a rewarding career from that point of view and and all these aspects from the learning and the continual improvement and and the challenges and the and the stress is okay it's all okay i know like one thing about knowing it's going to be busy through april is going to be busy through april and we're in having done it for more than 30 years it's not unexpected right so yeah but you know what to expect yeah we know what to expect it, it won't be that much different than it was some other years some years are a little worse than others but you know that's just it's all okay it'll we get through it all yeah hear that guys don't worry gary is still okay <laughs> how long and, have you and, been and, in the business yeah how long what sorry how long have you been in the industry or? well since well what is that what's what's 1984 to now <laughs> i'm gonna go to math room <laughs> 30, 30, 38 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, there you go. Long tenure. Yeah. It's <laughs> a long tenure. 38 years. Exactly. Right. He's still so. smiling and he's still planking. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's one thing I'll say, keep that little, that is one of the biggest improvements I would say I've made in the last sort of 15 years is making it. Well, maybe it's been longer than that. Cause I probably started when the kids were still going to sports I would go like jog a field or something while they were at soccer practice or something but get a little exercise every day you'll feel better for it the planking that's what the planking was for <laughs> right promoting a little bit of that's a that's an intense couple of minutes of exercise to me like I'm just shocked how hard it still is every time I do it yeah I mean like I, I find myself quite active normally but um since we're doing this challenge like with you I'm like wow I'm struggling on some of the songs some days so you know after a big weekend I'm like okay you know what <laughs> I can't really look after myself but um and, and, I, and I was happy and I was happy to introduce a bunch of people to some songs they may have never listened to before thank yeah thank you so much for that you know you got a bit of like historical kind of like lessons too so that was amazing yes. yeah <laughs> Well, I guess just to wrap up this whole, you know, fun episode and maybe we might do another sequel on dating advice or like financial advice. Who knows? Okay, okay. Anything can happen. <laughs> yeah, that would um, be the advice I would give old Gary. <laughs> Young Gary. Young Gary, I mean, yes. <laughs> Young go-getter Gary, yeah. Um, would you like to add anything else or give an, any other message to our employees or the firm as to wrap up this episode? My message to employees is uh, I think there's, 
lots of rewarding, lots of rewards in lots of different areas uh, at Smythe. And I think hopefully uh, see the enjoyment in that, I guess, try to think that I, I think I have a has glass glass half full view of the world as opposed to a glass half empty one. So try to have the glass half full view. Wow, <laughs> that was so deep. Thank you so okay. much. <laughs> okay. Glass thank half full. Thank you so much for that okay. get Gary. And um, thank you so much to listeners. I hope you all enjoyed this. <laughs> Well, I hope you've all enjoyed this episode and found it motivating. If you have any questions for our partners or feedback, please feel free to email me directly at ntnguyen at smythecpa.com. Until next time, make sure to tune in each week on the Smythe Hub for upcoming episodes. Have a good one all.